a Playlist original. Hey everyone, Jeff here from Films at Home. Thanks for coming back to the podcast today. As always, we have our video version on YouTube, so thank you if you're watching over there. And we also have our audio-only version available over on all of your favorite podcast apps. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the future of my YouTube channel and content creation sort of how I'm viewing 2023 and going forward and how we can take that next step as a community. We did hit 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel back in November, which was always my goal. So now it's sort of time to set some new goals, talk about some new things and, you know, address, you know, how are we going to get from 100,000 to potentially the next milestone, which is 1 million. What are the things we can do to get there? And what are some of the things that uh, I'm going to be trying and how I'm going to be changing the channel and my content overall, podcast, YouTube, social media, everything, changing that uh, just a little bit. But I do think you guys will like it. I also wanted to give some updates on the YouTube channel itself, the podcast, and some of the statistics and really impressive things that you guys have helped me achieve over the last year and uh, some of my other goals for 2023 and the future as well. So to kick things off with uh, the podcast, since we're on the podcast, I did want to share some crazy statistics with you. Um, When I started this podcast, this was back last April, I didn't expect much. I didn't know what to expect. I figured it would be a fun little addition to my YouTube channel. It would allow me to get onto some, you know, audio apps like Spotify and Apple podcasts and have some fun there and get to interview some really cool people and some amazing guests and talk about, you know, some topics that I may not be able to cover in a, in a YouTube video. So we've done that and I've had a ton of fun. We've interviewed some amazing guests from directors to uh, video store owners, to other collectors, movie enthusiasts, Dice K. Beppu, who's just one of my favorite people I've ever talked to was on our last episode. Uh, Adam Hlavik from Heroes Reforged. They just hit 100K on YouTube. We talked to him. We've talked to so many great people. Brian Levant, who directed Jingle All the Way. Uh, James McCoskey, who restored the Godfather movies and other things for Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, just an amazing lineup. So if you haven't checked out all the episodes, it's well worth a deep dive, whether you want to watch them or just listen to them. I think you guys will enjoy them. There's some really interesting information out there. And I'm sure I'm forgetting others that I've interviewed in the past. There's so many great episodes, but I never expected it to really like be at the same level as the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel was already so well established, but the, the podcast has done surprisingly well. And that's all thanks to your support. We have ranked multiple times on Apple podcasts charts for TV and film We've been ranked in the top 100. We actually peaked at number seven some point last year, and we've been anywhere from you know 40 to 50 up to 80 or 90, but consistently sitting in the top 100 TV and film podcasts, which is crazy for a podcast that hasn't even been out for a year. So that's really huge props to you guys and all the support. And the YouTube views as well have been excellent. I'm getting really good 
view counts and you guys have been super supportive, not only listening, but also watching the interviews, which is very cool. And, you know, those are an hour long. So I never expected anybody to sit there and, you know, maybe have it on in the background or maybe the audio version would do better. But you guys have been out supporting the uh, video version as well. And I really, really do appreciate that because it's going to open up more opportunities. There's going to be better guests that I can get because I can share with them, you know, how many downloads and how many views that these episodes get. And they're going to be more interested in promoting, you know, their new movie or book or, you know, whatever's coming out. So I really do appreciate the support because it is going to open up some awesome, awesome opportunities for the podcast. And 2023 should be another great year for it. Now, with the podcast, I do have to say this is season two, and I do um, like 12 to 15 episodes a season was always the goal. So we're on uh, episode nine right now of season two. So I'm going to have a few more episodes, and then I actually have uh, my daughter is being born January 23rd. That's scheduled because it's a C-section, so I know that date is happening, and we're going to get an episode out this week. I'll record a couple next week and that'll get me to 12 and then I'll release them over the next few weeks. But I will be taking a pause on the podcast and jumping into season three uh, sometime after the birth. So I'm going to give myself a few months to get acclimated to having two kids instead of one and being able to help my wife out. And uh, the podcast does take up a lot of time. So that is where we're going to take a break. And then we'll be back with season three sometime Probably in the late spring, uh, early summer, I'll kick that off again as I line up some more guests and have some more topics to talk about. So that's sort of where the podcast's headed. You'll get episode nine here. You'll get episodes 10, 11, and 12 over the next few weeks. And then we will be taking a break before season three, but we will be back 100% for sure because I do have a great time doing this. Now, on the other side of things, I do want to talk about the YouTube channel and my content uh, creation and, you know, where the channel's headed as a whole. And what I've been thinking, uh, and I've been going over this since we hit 100,000 subscribers, that had always been sort of the overarching goal was to build this community of 100,000 strong. And, you know, I've been thinking, well, how do I get to 200,000, 500,000? How do I get to a million someday? And when I think about that, you know, the answer isn't solely focusing on physical media. That is a limited amount of people who are very passionate, and I appreciate all of you, but we do have to focus a little bit larger to reach a larger audience, always with the context that I am a lover of physical media and a collector and somebody who fully supports it. But what I'm thinking is 2023 and going forward, the thing is, if we collect physical media, and we buy movies on DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, VHS, whatever it is you're collecting. At the end of the day, the reason you're doing that is really because you love movies and entertainment. And that's kind of the, the underlying theme to all of this. If you don't love movies, you wouldn't be buying them on physical media. So what I'd like to do and sort of doing the podcast and talking with some others uh, has, has led me here is I would like to do more videos that just talk about my love for movies and, you know, doing some, some deep dives into specific movies or genres, um, doing some more movie reviews. Now, obviously with 
two kids, I'm not going to get out to the theater much, but I do watch a lot of things, a lot of older movies um, that I'm catching up on that I could certainly do quick 60 second reviews of, uh, even if it's just a YouTube short. But I'd really like to talk more about movies and then always sort of bring in the context of physical media. So, you know, for example, I've been throwing around the idea of going through different genres, maybe starting with horror, because that's my favorite genre, and going decade by decade and picking out my top five or 10 movies from that decade and talking about them in depth, why I like them, why I think they're so important, why they made the list, you know, what, you know, what you guys might like about it and trying to highlight maybe some movies that people haven't seen either and expand, you know, your movie knowledge at the same time. I want to also tell you where those are available and what kind of releases are out there. So it still sort of ties into that, right? It's going to be a list of movies. We're going to be talking about movies and I'm going to be giving more critical uh, reviews and thoughts on the movies themselves. But of course, at the end, say we're talking about a movie like Alice, Sweet Alice, which is a 1980s slasher that doesn't get enough attention. If that comes up in a 1980s video about horror movies, then I'd love to talk about the movie and why I think it's great. And at the end, talk about how great the Arrow video release is, where you can buy this on Blu-ray, the special features, the transfer, all that fun stuff as well. So we're always going to bring it back into the context of how you can own this movie. But I do realize that as physical media gets more niche and gets more limited, um, I do need to sort of expand my boundaries. And I do want to expand my boundaries because like I said, at the end of the day, the reason I'm doing any of this content is because I love movies. And I think sometimes I catch myself spending too much time talking about a transfer or audio, which I will continue to do, by the way, those 4k reviews, Blu-ray reviews, those aren't going anywhere. That's still going to be a staple of the channel. But I do catch myself spending a lot of time on that and not critically thinking about the movie itself and really talking about like why somebody would want to own this. The, the end of the day, right at the end of the day, you don't buy discs a lot of times just because they look or sound great. Some people do. It could be a reference demo disc, but you want a movie that looks and sounds great, has great packaging, great features and a great physical release. That's also a great movie or has some sort of redeeming qualities to it for why you'd want to own it. You know, not every movie is going to be great. There's lots of bad movies that I own, but there's a reason I own them because they're cult favorites or they're really personal to me. So I want to talk more about that, more about the movies themselves, because that is really what brings us all here. If you don't love movies and you don't love entertainment, I don't really know, you know, why you'd watch this channel. So at the end of the day, of course, 4K reviews remain a staple. Blu-ray collection, you know, content uh, updates on things within the home entertainment and physical media industry, interviews with people who work in that world. Those will all remain staples. But I am going to branch out a little bit because I do just want to share more of my knowledge and my passion for the content itself in the movies. Now, one other thing I will say is that 4K reviews have become very hard to keep up with. There's lots and lots of 4K discs out there, and I assume that in 2023 we'll get even more. In fact, 2022 had the most 4K releases of all time. 2021 was before that, 2020. If you look at a chart in Serial at Midnight, Heath on his channel, he covered this. 
how many physical releases were put out in 2022. It's a staggering amount. It is a huge number compared to previous years. So even where the market is slowing down and sales are dipping, there's more physical media releases being put out now than ever. And as a result, a one person channel like myself who does not do this full time, it can be really, really hard to catch up on all of this stuff. And then, of course, you know, sit down and make an eight to 10 minute video breaking down the release. So what you will see from my channel this year is still plenty of those longer form 4K reviews. But you're also going to start to see some 60 second 4K reviews. In fact, I just did it on my channel with a movie like Black Adam. I pretty much covered that in 60 seconds and talked about the transfer quality, the audio, and some of the issues I had with that, and packaging and special features. And it's going to give you just a short look into a 4K disc that otherwise I may not have had the time to make a full video for. But I do have the time to give you my 60 second thoughts. So pay attention to those this year. In reality, this is a good thing. Don't expect that you're going to be missing any content. The movies that I was still going to do long form 4K reviews for will still get long form 4K reviews. But the movies that I would not have had the time to review or make a video for will at least now have a 60 second breakdown or maybe, you know, a three or four minute video where we bang out two or three of these 4k releases all in one video that stuff's still going to come to the channel in fact now you're getting more reviews than ever so not a bad thing nothing to worry about you're gonna have more content on 4k in that uh, those quality reviews than you've ever had before and i'm going to cover more discs than i ever had before by using this new youtube shorts format which they're really pushing lately and i think is a great way to grow and expand our audience so keep an eye on those but also, of course, plenty of long form videos still to come and lots of great 4K reviews that I'm very excited for in 2023 because the catalog of stuff that's coming this year is going to be a lot of fun to cover. Now, the other thing I wanted to touch on, and this is sort of a, uh, I guess, a collection update as well as a channel update, um, but I, I am continuing to curate my collection and pare it down significantly. Uh, in fact, the other day, uh, or over the last week, really, I've gone through every single movie on my shelf again. Now, I did this when I, uh, before I moved into the new house, I did this. I've done it twice since I've been here. And this time, I really took a critical look and, and looked at each movie and said, like, is this really a movie I need to own? And the reason I'm taking a more critical look is because I do think I'm going to take the journey into building a home media server with an NAS system. If you don't know what an NAS system is in a home media server, basically you, you get this, you get the server from somebody. Uh, Synology is one company that does it that I'm, I'm very familiar with, but you get a, a small server. You plug some hard drives into it, you get a bunch of storage, you plug that into your local network, and then you start burning disks that you own and ripping them to your computer and loading them onto these hard drives, which is part of this big media server. Then you use an app like uh, Kodi or Plex, and basically you'll have access to that entire digital library anywhere you go, but you still have the ownership. You own the files. You know, I'm not doing this through Voodoo or Movies Anywhere or anything like that. I'm going to own the actual files on hard drives, and it's also a great way to back up some of the collection. So I'm seriously giving that a, a second look this year. I 
tried to look at it over the pandemic early in 2020, and it wasn't working for me at the time. I had too much going on. It was time consuming. But I think now if I just go slowly and do this over the next six months to a year, there's a lot of movies that I'd like to have ownership of, but I don't necessarily need at full Blu-ray quality or don't necessarily need to have a spot on my shelf, but I do want to make sure that I can watch them in at least good enough quality. So there's going to be lots of videos this year about that. Most likely that's really been my goal. And so what I did with curating the collection this time, I went through and that was sort of the decision in the past. It's sort of been like, will I watch this again? Will I ever watch this? If not, okay, it goes in a bin. This time I've gone through and I've basically said, you know, do I need this in the highest quality? Do I need this on a shelf? And if the answer to either of those questions is no, then it went into a bin that I'm keeping in a storage room right off to the side of my basement. And I'm going to slowly go through each one of those movies and I will uh, burn them and rip them to my computer, load them onto a hard drive, have full ownership because I own the files but probably trade in, sell, or donate the Blu-ray disc or potentially just keep it in storage. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do yet, but I've been thinking more in my mind about how there's sort of the collection that you, the collection you own and you want to be able to watch and have ownership of, and then there's sort of the collection that you display and is on display for everyone to see and, and you know, for yourself to browse and enjoy. And that's my change in thinking is I could have a collection, but maybe there's 800 to 1,000 movies that are in storage bins burnt to a Plex, Cody, whatever media server. And there's another 1,000 movies that are actually on my shelf. And so that's what I did. I went through and I, I must have, I don't know, at least five to 700 movies that I've pulled off the shelf to make space for stuff that I really care about and to just sort of pare down my collection and make me feel better about uh, the room that I'm in and the space that I have because it was getting overwhelming again. You know, every time I do this, I feel good about it. And that's why I've sort of kept doing it. So I'm not getting rid of any physical media, um, but I do think it's an important thing to consider. If you want that full ownership of a movie, there's ways to do it as long as you've, you know, legally purchased the disc and, and I own the rights to that disc, I can legally back this up to my computer and, and put it on a home media server. So I'm going to make some videos about that and how that works and, um, you know, how you guys could potentially do this because there's plenty of movies like that where I'm like, ah, eh, you know, I don't need this on Blu-ray. I looked at some of the audio specs and like, yeah, it has Dolby digital 5.1. It doesn't even have an HD audio track. You know, there's things like that. that I'm like, this is a no brainer. Let me throw it on a media server, retain ownership, but I'm never going to watch that Blu-ray disc and, you know, the slightly compressed file compression is getting pretty good these days. So you're going to be able to watch that over your home media with without much of an issue. And a lot of these movies, too, are movies that like, yeah, if I got a little bit of banding or I got a little bit of, you know, some artifact compression art, like I wouldn't really care. It's not the kind of movies that demand it. Um, I did keep all my 4K discs like those I'm not getting rid of. I have no interest in burning 50 to 100 gig 4K files. And I think that that's really the last physical media format. So I like having those on my shelf. Like those aren't going anywhere. 
because I really like those. They're super high quality. They're going to take a ton of time to burn, and I don't want to lose the Atmos audio, 4K, HDR. These are the types of things that don't really translate well when you're when you're burning a disc. But a Blu-ray disc from 2008 that's got a 25 gig file on it that I can compress down to 5 or 10 gigs and still get, you know, 95% the same experience. Yeah, that's the type of movie that went in the bin. So, you know, there's a lot of comedies and stuff that I bought over the years that I'm like, I like this movie, but do I need to see, you know, an Adam Sandler comedy in the absolute highest quality? No, like that's not why you're watching that movie. You're watching it to get some laughs and to have a good time. I'm not really focused on the quality of a movie like that, but sure, a movie like Saving Private Ryan or The Shining, I mean, yeah, I want the full 4K uncompressed version of those, and you know, my mind has not been changed on that. That's the best way to watch a movie. So I, I did go through that. It was a it was a big process, and so uh, I've actually went. If if you want to get an idea of scale, um, most of my collection, my primary collection, there's a lot of boutique label stuff that I keep over by my actual, my home theater and my TV. So like Criterion, Shout Factory, Arrow, Synapse, Severin, Vinegar Syndrome, uh, Imprint, those types of things are over by the TV. And that's, you know, maybe like four to 500. But the other 2000 movies in my collection were basically spread across two of my rotating uh, media towers and then my media cabinet, locking media cabinet. And that's where the 2000 movies fit. When I started this, even after all of the purging I had done previously before my move to the new house, after the move, I had done two purges of, you know, three or 400 movies. I still had both of those towers and the entire media cabinet full. There was no space for new movies. And so stuff was getting stacked up in places. And I hated that. When I finished here, I actually managed to fit my entire collection A to Z that I truly cared about and wanted to have on display, it fit on the two media towers. And I actually have a little bit room to a little bit of room to go. So I went from, you know, 2000 movies down to about 1400, because I think each tower holds about 700. So I really pared it down. But I feel so much better because now as I get new movies or I buy new versions or, you know, I'm buying things that I care about, like I just bought a bunch of stuff from the Vinegar Syndrome sale that I want to be able to display and put on a shelf somewhere. I want to have that on display. Um, I just bought some stuff from Amazon. I bought some stuff from MVD uh, shop in their Arrow video sale. Uh, and I've bought some Criterions recently that I want to display. Now I have the space to actually do it. Like those don't just have to sit on a stack of movies in my room somewhere. I have an entire media cabinet, which can hold about five or 600 movies that is empty right now, which honestly makes me feel so happy because I know that I can expand and I can actually buy something without stressing over where it's going to go and finding a spot for it. So it's been a really, really relaxing thing. Like it's really relaxed my stress and anxiety about the collection. I feel so much better. It's awesome to know that I just have to go through the two towers and that's the majority of my collection. I don't have to go searching through those towers or into the cabinet or into some, you know, overflow shelves that I've had up. Those are all empty now. I've got two towers with my collection of about 1500 movies that I truly, truly care about. I've got another four or 500 over on the side by my home theater that are special editions and boutique 
par stuff that I really truly care about. And I got a whole cabinet empty to fill up with new stuff in 2023. And then of course, you know, I'll probably do this again. At a certain point, your tastes change. You feel differently about movies. And a year from now, there's probably movies on these towers that I'll take off or I'll burn and put on my media server. So we'll see where it takes us. But I do want to continue preaching the that importance of curation and do not collect just to collect. Collect what you love, display what you love, and you'll feel much better than the stress of having to find a spot for movies that you bought just to keep up with the Joneses. Um, the other reason I did this is because I did want to display uh, more of my collection that isn't physical media. Um, some of my, you know, statues, replica props, uh, autographed items. And so I bought a couple of display, uh, glass display cabinets from Ikea, which were only $50 a piece for, I think like a five foot or almost six foot tall display cabinet with four shelves, uh, all glass. And I thought that was a really, really good deal. They were actually originally a hundred bucks. They were on sale for 50. So I ended up grabbing two just by chance. I was there getting stuff for the baby's new room and buying new dressers for the, for the kids. And I walked in and there was a display cabinet and I've never had one before. I've always said, I need to get rid of enough movies so that I have the space to put a display cabinet and display some of my really cool items that I've acquired over the years. Um, and so that was also incentive. So if you guys are near an Ikea, I don't know how long that sale's running. I believe it was going through the end of January. They were having like a winter sale, but those display cabinets for only 50 bucks, uh, people were telling me online, they haven't been that cheap in years. I guess they used to be $50 like 10 years ago, and they went up to $100 and haven't dropped in price since. Really solid glass cabinets, Ikea stuff, you know, some of it's cheap. If you buy the real wood stuff, it's pretty good. But these are all real glass cabinets. And honestly, look online for a four shelf glass cabinet, uh, display cabinet with, you know, that's six feet tall. I mean, you're going to be paying 200 bucks easily. So if you have a chance, check out Ikea, $50 for these through the end of the month, I think through the end of January, 2023. Great deal. But that also is what gave me the incentive. So I'm really excited to set those up and display those a little bit differently, uh, display some of my autographed uh, steelbooks and movies, some of my really cool um, you know, props and things that I've, I've collected over the years, and maybe add some new stuff like that to the collection, because that really does give me as much joy as the physical media does. Remember, we're all in this because we love movies. I love movies first. Movies first, physical media second. I still support physical media, and I love it, but you only do that if you love movies. So the more I can display some of my movie memorabilia, uh, the happier I think I'll be. Uh, so that that was another reason why I needed to curate again, pare down, make some more room uh, for for these display cabinets. So that's a little bit of what's been going on here. Um, but you know, in 2023, we talked a little bit about the podcast and where that's going to go. We talked about the YouTube channel and my thoughts there. And I do think you guys will really enjoy some of the videos and some of the deep dives. And I know that lots of people have talked about um, their, their interest in episodes like I've done with Dice K recently, where I did one on our channel and on his channel. We just talked to movies and people loved that. And I loved that. So I want to do more talking movies. The other thing that I have set as a goal for 2023, and I'm putting this out there into the universe here in early January, because I, I want 
I want to hold myself to this, but I also I want to be held accountable by, you know, the 150, 200,000 people that follow me on social media. Now, I know you guys will, you'll hold me accountable is I do, I want to write a book and I want to finish a book and have it at least ready to be released and published by the end of this year. And I have an idea on what I want to write. Um, it is going to be focused on uh, movies and I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about some horror movies, thrillers, uh, sci-fi stuff that that's the kind of stuff that really hits close to me. That's what I love. So if I'm going to write a book, I'm, I'm going to focus on that stuff first, the movies I love. Um, but I'm going to structure it in kind of a, a unique way. And there's going to be sort of a unique, I have, I've not seen anybody do what I'm thinking of doing, uh, where each chapter has sort of a unique theme and the theme won't just be like genre or the 1970s. I'm doing this in a very unique way and talking about, you know, really just taking a deep dive into some of my favorite movies, some of my favorite scenes from those movies, breaking down different moments that have really stood out to me in my 30 years of being on this planet, watching movies. And I'm really hoping that this can be like, I don't know, 150, 200 page book that, um, you know, hopefully you guys would, would enjoy. And it's, it'll be sort of a, you know, a longer form thing than even the podcast or any YouTube video I've done. But I've always been a writer. I started writing long before I did YouTube. Um, you know, I still write scripts for some of my YouTube videos. Uh, a lot of it is unscripted, but I still like to write. And I want to get back to that in 2023. And I figure what better time than now? I've got this great audience of all of you who support me. So let's let's do the book, the book that I've been thinking. And I've been thinking about writing for at least 10 years. I've been like, I could, I, I need to write a book. I really like to write. I can write a book. Um, I'm going to do it. So hold me to it. I'll give you updates as we go. Um, but I would expect, you know, by the end of this year, potentially there's something out there. I mean, it's not going to be, you know, anything that needs illustrations really. So, you know, I just need a, you know, graphic artist to do some cover art and some back cover work. And I just need to sit down, do my research, uh, write this thing up, cite all my sources, do all the stuff they teach you in college and in writing classes uh, to get a book out and then, you know, find somebody who'd be willing to uh, potentially publish it and get it out there or just, you know, Amazon and other places have great ways to just self-publish books. So if that's the way I go, that's the way I go. I mean, if I could work with a publisher and really push this out there, that would be amazing. So if you know anybody, let me know. I've actually already heard from a few people, which has been cool, uh, even before I've given them the concept. Um, and if you're a graphic designer, let me know, because I'll definitely be looking for some work there. I am not a graphic designer. I can dabble, but I'm going to do that this year. And, um, you know, there had been talk about like, Hey, you're going to do a Kickstarter. And I like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to like ask for money up front or anything. Like I'm going to write this thing out of my own personal interests and passion. And it's, it's not to make, you know, any money or anything. Like, obviously I'm going to sell it. <laughs> and if it, if it sells a million copies, well, I'll be a very happy guy. But if it sells a hundred copies, I'll also be very happy just for having known that I did it. And I have a published work out there, which has always been something I've wanted to do. So I'm going to do that this year. I'll keep you updated. Obviously, I love your support and I would love for you guys to pick this up. And that's why I'll keep you updated. And at the end of the year, if you want to purchase it, 
I'll make sure that everyone here who follows me has first dibs on, on getting a copy and maybe we'll do some you know, when the book actually launches and I'm done writing, maybe we will do some fun incentives like, you know, signed copies or things like that. Like we can get, we can have fun with it, but um, that's what I'm going to do. So I am spending some time on that. So, you know, that's a lot. Obviously there's a, there's a baby coming in a couple of weeks. I already have my son. I work a full-time job. Um, There's a lot going on. So it's ambitious. And I'll say, YouTube for 2023, expect, expect quality over quantity. I would say I'm going to do those 60 second reviews so I can make sure to cover more titles. I'm going to still have quality 4k reviews out there, but expect quality over quantity. I want to focus this year on making really good, informative, engaging videos that you guys will enjoy that not only talk about physical media, but talk about movies and my passion for movies and entertainment as a whole podcast will also come back. Hopefully we have this book. 2023 is going to be the year. It's going to be a really great year for the channel. 2022 is amazing. We grew so many subscribers. We hit hundred K. I nailed all those goals. So now that those goals are done in my head, I'm sort of like, where do I go next? And this is where I'm thinking. So, you know, hopefully you guys stick around for it. You shouldn't notice much of a change. Um, I'd say throughout like January, February, March, my videos may be a little sporadic given that there's going to be a newborn running around. But once we get into the groove of things, just like we did with my, with my son, the first time around, you know, I'll get back into the groove and I'll start having videos that are, you know, I'm cranking out and, um, I have lots and lots of ideas, you know, to break down movies by genres, by decades, by directors, you know, I want to do all this and really talk about stuff that I love. And then of course, Everything's going to have those physical media undertones as well, because I want to make sure if we do find new uh, audience members here and new subscribers who are finding me through a video like that, that they also understand the importance of physical media and the quality of physical media. And hopefully my thought is we can start converting some more movie lovers into the world of physical media. That's sort of the goal of these videos. I I obviously want to reach a wider audience, but keep that message of the importance of physical media alive and reach this new audience of people who think that they can only watch movies on Netflix or on Amazon Prime or on Disney Plus. I want them to know that there is another potentially better way to watch some of these films, and maybe I'll be able to suck them in by doing that. So that is what's going on in my life, on the channel, my collection, my content. I know it was a lot, but I do want to keep that transparency. I've I've done these every so often, and I figured, you know, I've got the podcast now. Last time I did this, I don't think I had the podcast. So what better place to do it than to put it in podcast format, long, do a long recording here, audio, video, and and give you guys that update. So hopefully this was sort of um, a good look into where my head's at. Uh, what you can expect on the channel in 2023 and what to expect from me in the in the coming years on YouTube, on the podcast, um, just in my personal content creation journey as a creator who loves physical media and movies. This is where I'm headed. So hopefully it does open new opportunities. We can talk to directors. We can talk to you know, movie critics, people involved in filmmaking. We can really dive deep into all these things that I know you guys love just as much as you love physical media. So stay tuned for all of it in 2023. If you haven't, make sure you're following the podcasts on whatever app you use. And if you enjoy it, 
please leave me a five-star review. That definitely helps us with our charts and our rankings so more people find us. And of course, if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an update. We're still growing subscribers, which is amazing. And you know, now the next goal is a million, right? So we're going to get there. I think we're going to get there at some point. Um, But if you've been watching, listening, and you're really enjoying this, make sure you follow along and you don't miss an episode because I think there's going to be a lot of great stuff this year you guys will enjoy. So that is it for this podcast episode. I appreciate you all watching and or listening. If you have any questions or comments, of course, feel free to leave them down in the YouTube video. You can also email me, uh, send me an Instagram DM, a Twitter DM. All my social media links are in the uh, podcast description as well. So you can find me there, find me email, find me on YouTube. I'm everywhere and I do try to get back to people. So any questions, concerns, comments, uh, let me know. I obviously would love to hear from you guys. Um, But I I do think this is a fun and exciting, uh, not necessarily new direction for the channel, but an expanded direction for the channel that uh, I've really been throwing around for some time. And and now I I think I want to commit to it. I do. I want to commit to that. I want to commit to this book and I want to commit to this podcast. So it's going to be a really fun year and hopefully you guys don't miss out and make sure you're following along so you never miss an update an episode or any of that stuff, because trust me, this year is going to be a good one. So thank you for watching or listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Stay safe and stay healthy. Here's to a great 2023, and I will talk to you all very soon. Coming soon. Be sure to subscribe to the Films at Home podcast using your favorite app so you don't miss another episode. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and review this podcast, which helps us out tremendously. You can also help support us by watching our short-form content over on YouTube and TikTok by searching Films at Home. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at films underscore at underscore home. The intro and outro were created by Elon Osborne. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.